welcome back to the Optimize Self podcast. First episode for the year. Hope you like the new intro music. I'm pretty keen on it. Now I'm going to try and do my best to get as many podcasts out as I can this year. Um, I'm pretty busy in the process of planning on wanting to have my own physical space, like a small gym personal training studio. So that's going to take up a lot of my time along with running one-on-one clients here out of my home, but podcasts are fun. It's just organizing the guests and doing your own solo podcast like I am here is always fun. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to talk a little bit about my own health and fitness journey again, particularly around um, body image issue, confidence levels, and um, some of the, the things that people do and also some of the things that I've done thinking it will help me to become better looking physically on the outside. So I hope everyone is enjoying themselves, staying fit, staying healthy, eating real food and listening to yourself. All right, so I guess I'll start my journey as a young kid, okay? Now, I know I've talked a little bit about my body self, my body image issues, body morphic disorder, you could call it. It is very, very common with both sexes, male and female, particularly young men who look up to certain people in social media, actors, um, and think that that is the right way to look. Bulging muscles, huge biceps. And for me, it was wanting to be accepted by the opposite sex and to be seen as a strong man, young man, boy, within group, within friend circles and say other other people at school, especially at the school that I went to. It was a, a rugby league dominated school. There were a lot of jocks around. Um, I had friends that they weren't necessarily jocks, but they were genetically more gifted. They were bigger guys. And I thought, you know, that's how I should look. Um, So, yeah, basically my um, body image issues and my insecurity around my chest, it was particularly my chest area, came about as I started to get older, particularly, you know, once you hit puberty um, and you are... interested in, in 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 girls and the opposite sex and all that stuff comes up so I was never a fat kid um, I was always fit very active always playing sports soccer football inline hockey I grew up in the bush so I was out outside every day building BMX dirt jumps motorbikes you know running around through the bush barefoot great place great way to grow up now, my father, he dealt with being um, quite a, a larger, fatter kid and he suffered from insecurities as a kid because he got bullied at school. And then as he got older, he ended up losing a lot of weight and he got loose skin and he became quite selfish of, sorry, he became quite self-conscious about his body image throughout his whole life he dealt with it. So... He always talked about it um, with me and uh, and my family. It was always known that he had he had some self conscious issues there. He wasn't very confident with his body image, 
And that ended up rubbing off on me throughout my teenage years as I was going through puberty because I ended up becoming very self-conscious of my chest, just like my father had. So I kind of bought, I took a lot of those on and yeah, I mean, I, I was so scared as say a 15 year old kid to be at a birthday party where there was a swimming pool and people were taking their shirts off and jumping around, having a good old time. That just petrified me to be able to do that. I, I hated that thought of taking it off and being looked at and being not very, not, not being accepted by young, young girls at the time because I felt like I had man boobs. So when you have these thought patterns in your mind, you do a lot of things to hide the, the part of your body. So for me to make myself feel a little bit more confident, I would I wouldn't walk with my shoulders back and my head held high. I would slump forward at my shoulders so my chest looked smaller than it was. That was one way of dealing with it. Another way of dealing with it was to always be pulling your shirt off your body to feel like it was sticking to yourself so people couldn't see the outline of your body image. One thing I did at a high school swimming day or it wasn't a swimming carnival, it was a swimming afternoon. I was keen to go swimming and I always ended up bringing a shirt most of the times to wear. This time I forgot a shirt. So what I did was I had a brand new Nike jumper that I'd got for Christmas or for a birthday. I can't quite remember. I would have been about 15 at the time. And instead of just wearing no shirt, I put my jumper on and wore the jumper the whole time. And this was just, you know, one of the things you would do. And I remember kids laughing at me for wearing my jumper because I thought it was stupid that I'd just wreck my jumper, which they were right. I should have just wore, not wore my jumper, but anything, I would do anything to hide my chest at the time. Um, so basically, when I was dealing with these issues and being, you know, mentally harassed by myself with thoughts of what people, what I thought people thought of me. It was enough of a mental battle for me to actually do something about it. Now, this is one thing we all have the option to do, okay? doesn't matter what age you are. If you are not happy with your circumstance, you have the option, you have the choice to either do nothing or to do something. And doing something can be as little as writing down what you are not happy with so you can physically see it and then start to make changes from there. Now, for me in my personal journey, one thing my father taught me besides his body image issues that he, well, he wasn't happy with the way he looked. He did something about it in terms of he worked his ass off. So he was a physical guy in terms of he was a builder physical, always outdoors, working, but he also was an advocate of working out. So he ended up buying weights. We had chin-up bars around the house, like off beams that you, you know, that the house was built on. You could just hang and do chin-ups. We had dumbbells, okay? We had mountain bikes. So my dad, even if he knew the way he felt wasn't good, he was still willing to do something about it. And that taught me how powerful 
taking action is. So I started working out using the weights that my dad had bought. You know, I started using the gym at school, working out. This whole time I was still active playing football, but I was wanting to sculpt my body a little bit more. So doing things like chin-ups, bicep curls, more push-ups, sit-ups, this got me excited about what I could do and I could actually enjoy the process because I did. En- I, I enjoyed being physical. I actually enjoyed lifting weights. It grew on me the more and more I did it. So from a young age, even though my father's insecurities tended to kind of rub off on me a little bit, his hard work and work ethic also rubbed off on me, which was great because that gave me the tools to move forward and to know that I had something to anchor myself to, which was working out and, and adapting a healthy lifestyle. So I would... Um, work out, you know, almost every day, you know, lifting weights, playing football or riding my bike. Now, I don't I never desired the confidence I wanted or the body image I wanted in high school. That came a lot later. However, this this hard work and work ethic instilled in me from my father, that that kept with me and is still with me to this day. So when I finished high school and I moved to the city away from the bush, I figured the best thing for me to do was probably, you know, maybe I wanted to get involved in health and fitness. So I did a personal training certificate and became qualified at the age of 19 as a personal trainer. I'm now 33. And at 19, I went and worked for a large, large scale, large chain franchise gym, um, running my own franchise business out of there. Um, You know, I was trying to build my own client base. And I was having having a great time, but at the same time, I still had all these insecurities. I still didn't have the the body image that I desired. But I worked in a huge gym now with a lot of other trainers. A lot of them were bodybuilders. You know, there was this whole battle between bodybuilding and functional training and what was better and all this. But I just wanted really to to have an, to be confident. But because of the fat at the time the fad of, of building muscle and bodybuilding, that's where I went down. I wasn't a bodybuilder, but I trained like one. Monday chest, Tuesday back, Wednesday legs, or however you want to do it. Eating cans of tuna or steamed broccoli, lots of kangaroo, um, chicken breasts, you know, steamed veg, protein shakes. And at the time, one of my, one of my uh, goals was to want to be confident enough to go to a music festival and have dance around with my shirt off looking ripped and confident with, you know, chicks hanging off my arms. That's what my goal was at the time. So for me to get to that, I worked out a lot. I was training. However, um, I was offered if I was interested in buying anabolic steroids at the time. At one point, I was around 22, 23, maybe a bit younger. Maybe it was, I wasn't any older than 22, but it was my early, early 20s. So I took the chance and I decided to take steroids. Um, now, this is just one of the, the things that people do in terms of the desperation that they have in wanting to change their body image. For me, one of the answers I thought would be great was to inject myself with steroids and that would give me the desired, that would give me the results I wanted. I mean, some people go a step further and they'll spend thousands of dollars on surgeries if it's getting fat sucked out of their stomach, their chest. People get implants. They get pec implants, breast implants, ab implants. There's all these things that people do to modify themselves 
and I was partaking in that in the sense of taking steroids. Now, I only did it for three months. <clears throat> the effect I got was ballooning out, like thicker, stronger, kind of puffy. I did feel stronger at the time. Shirts got tight. It cost me, I don't know, $1,500 worth of steroids for three months. I did it. I stopped the steroids after three months because I couldn't afford to do it again. And the results went away. Now, at that age, I don't think I'd built a good quality frame of muscle yet at the age of 20, 22. So the results just went away. And I, I think if I was to take steroids now, I think the results would be a lot different considering I've been training for 15 years nearly and I'm a lot older. I feel that the results would be, you know, a lot more uh, gratifying in some way, but I wouldn't take steroids again now. I don't need to. But at the time, yeah, I didn't get the results I wanted in terms of the muscle build, the leanness. I just got thick and strong and then it went away. But it didn't deter me from continuing to want to improve. And it didn't kill anything really in terms of my confidence and my body image issues because I took steroids, so it didn't do anything. But I obviously had body image issues still. However, I, I was I was building confidence and I might not have realized it at the time. I would have been building confidence in terms of gradually chipping away at that negativity, the 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 negative thought patterns that I had. And 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 one thing that helped me a lot was I think dating girls and being around them more often with my shirt off built confidence because the more every female that I was with really didn't give a shit about my chest. It was all in my head. So yeah, I took steroids. That was one thing I did. Um, and then leading on after that, and you know, I moved to another big city and worked at the, the same gym but in a different location. And um, being around other trainers with huge egos and being extremely competitive in those types of gyms where you basically competing to build a client and a client base and a business. Um, you know, it's so rampant in the health and fitness industry. People might look strong, fit and healthy, and I'm sure they are, but a lot of people have these body image issues. They're too lean. They're not lean enough. They're too thick. Their legs are too skinny. And eventually I kind of, these, these thought patterns fell away over time. After traveling and living overseas and doing other kind of professions, I always had, I always had these these uh, these self conscious body image issues. But I always worked out and kind of still built that that muscle of you know of, of wanting to be be a better version of myself. The the pivotal moment that a lot of these these body image issues fell away from me was after I moved back from overseas and I moved to a small coastal town, Byron Bay, and living on the beach, it forces you to, well, you're, you're outside a lot more. You're outside, everyone has their shirts off, all their bathers, they're in their swimmers, they're surfing, they're at parties up and down the street, you know, like, it's just, when you live on the coast like that, you're just outside in the water more, so you're just forced to have your shirt off more, and that kind of pushed me to the point of just Fuck it, just accept it now. I'm getting into my later 20s. And it's funny because, the, like I said, the more female partners I had, the more sh 
the more I realized they didn't care. So therefore, it really helped me. Um, and by the time I got to that age and I was getting into, you know, I was, I was, my body changed a lot. And I think I was more of a late developer in terms of looking more muscular and strong it came with, came to me in my later twenties. And I was getting to more things like jujitsu and kickboxing. And I think that really changed the, my body shape. Um, and then I eventually just stopped giving a shit about it because a lot of the girls I was with were beautiful women and they didn't care. And I just decided it doesn't matter anymore. I had the body I always wanted when it came to me in my later 20s. And the only reason it came to me is because I put all this other hard work in and discipline over the last 10 years prior to that from being an insecure, skinny little kid who thought he had a fat chest or man boobs to a 26, 27-year-old man who had learned all these lessons over the years from continually working out and being careful about what I ate. So as hard as it was for me sometimes with that negative mind frame over those years, eventually through hard work, I didn't have those negative thought patterns as much, a little bit still, but nowhere near as much as I, I had. I'm, I'm, I'm through perseverance, hard work and experimentation, I came to a point of realization that it only mattered what I thought and I was happy with my body image. Now I am and that in my later 20s I was and this has just traveled on and I couldn't have got there without my father instilling in me his own belief system in terms of his body image issues but his hard work and ethics was something that I still thank him for today because I have the tools available for me to work hard and knowing if I want to change the situation, then I can, but it's going to take work and time and patience. And this is what I try and tell friends and clients if they ask me questions is, this is not a quick fix. If you want to lose 20 kilos or you're battling with depression or you, know, you want to um, create healthy eating habits, it's going to take time and you've got to chip away at it. It just doesn't happen within a week. You've got to give things weeks, months, years. But the most important thing is to create these healthy habits and routines for you that you can take on for the rest of your life and practice as you go down the path even further because you just don't want to do it for six months and stop. You want to learn how to look after yourself for the rest of your life and getting into these patterns of health and positivity are important now to create those habits so you're not dealing with it when you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s and you're finally getting on board. Seek to improve and do it Do it with love in your heart because you will change. I, it happened for me. I changed. I had enough want to change and I understand if people out there who have body image issues and they don't want to change, I guess it's not an issue. It doesn't matter for you. If you're happy being 40 kilos overweight, I don't recommend it, then it's completely up to you if you want to do it. But if you aren't happy with your body image or if you want to get bigger biceps, I know that's a bit of a cliche, but if you want to improve, you can. You just need to ask yourself the right questions and ask people around you that might look like they know what they're talking about. Ask for assistance. Listen to podcasts. Listen to read some more books. Talk to people. You can change. You've got the power. Um, so yeah, the the journey I am that I am on now is you know I 
I train because I love it. I exercise because I love it. I love the feeling it gives me. Um, I love the way it keeps me in shape and keeps my body in shape and keeps me looking the way I love to look. That comes with healthy nutrition, which is number one, eating proper food, nutrient-dense food, quality meats, quality vegetables, and continuing to progress and learn. So that's what I'm doing at the moment is just to continue to learn, be healthy, um, don't listen to my mental chatter too much. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But yeah, I mean, everyone's got their own journey. That's a little introduction into mine. Um, if you guys have any questions or you want to give me a shout out, you can subscribe to my podcast, leave a comment, check me out on Instagram at optimize.self. I've got a web link to my website there. I'm on Facebook. Look forward to hearing from you guys and having a chat. Enjoy the rest of your days, your day. <laughs> Peace.